0: The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver.
1: Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hopefully you guys are uh, all uh, hanging in there. Seems like a lot of states starting to open things back up as of today. At least Arizona is cranking open. I hear Wisconsin is. Man, we've got to Supercross going to be running seven rounds up there in Salt Lake City. NASCAR back. IndyCar starting back the 1st of June. Sounds like uh, Road America there in Wisconsin will be inviting fans. Cranon will have fans in attendance. So, um, I think we're finally going to get back to uh, talking some motorsports on the show, and i got to tell you, I am excited about that. I want to get back to Power Rank so I want to get talking, uh, I don't know, just all kinds of storylines on racing, man. I'm about over talking COVID-19 and coronavirus, as all of you are. We have all been safe. We have all sat at home. We have all done what we needed to do, and hopefully uh, this is a sign that things are starting to uh see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel you know we don't definitely don't want to get too excited and uh you know but uh we're gonna learn a lot this weekend i think nascar stepping up saying that they are going to race and uh you know obviously no fans in attendance i think um you know tv ratings are going to be phenomenal um but uh looking forward to uh that race this weekend do want to mention though if you're into racing and obviously iRacing has become a massive thing we've talked to Bunch on it the last two months, but I have the final leg of my Jimby Sports Triple Crown this weekend. Tune in live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, three o'clock Pacific time. Best off-road racers, best sim racers, best celebrity crossover, General Motorsports racers in the country. Actually, kind of in the world because we got David Higgins doing you know doing it uh, from the UK in a short course truck this weekend in the race. That's gonna happen this Saturday, three o'clock Pacific time. Everybody doing battle, and uh, we're gonna crown a uh, a champ. And uh, I am looking forward to it. Our last two races collectively have pulled over 300,000 viewers. So, obviously, you guys like what you see. Uh, myself, Evan Pasoko and Tiffany Stone, the commentators. It's going to be a good time. So, make sure and tune into that. But today's show, we got a massive show today. Antron Brown. Yes, Antron Brown. He is in the house. He's going to be taking up a good chunk of our number one. We've got uh, in hour number two a couple of best of interviews. Got uh, Dax Shepard. Yes, he's been a guest on the show before. Dax is going to be on the show today, and Adam Carolla. Yeah, we're pulling out all the stops. So Carolla, Dax Shepard, and Tron Brown. That's your trio. That's your lineup today on the show. This is definitely going to be rock solid. Hang tight. You don't want to go anywhere. And we'll be back after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with the down and dirty radio show since 2012 conditions off the pavement are always changing so why settle for a light bar that just
5: turns on and off the rigid adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90 degree flood to a 15 degree spot based on your vehicle's speed try that with your knockoff light bar a dash mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns
1: and rgbw accent lighting with Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at Dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount.
5: Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate,
1: review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend, Mr. Antron Brown, to the show. A.B., what is uh, what is happening, my friend? Brother, we're just trying to stay busy out here,
3: man. Just uh, been going crazy, doing a lot of stuff, but I'm ready to get back to some serious racing, man. Oh my That's my game plan. So, everything else has been good here. Besides that, so I'm just uh just biting the time, brother, biting the time, and just been practicing, training, and and uh I'm think I'm overtrained right
1: now. <laughs> You're overtrained. Well, I gotta say, with all your training going on, dude, I I think that uh, you you could call it a career on the NHRA side and become a professional basketball player, dude. I saw some basketball skills of yours, like over the back of the head from NBA three point range. And dude, like you have the celebration dance going on. I'm thinking NHRA is a thing of the past. You need to go NBA, buddy. Yeah. Tell you about it. No, I mean, that was
3: always my love and passion when up was a kid. I love basketball. So I play it all the time. i even been playing leagues in the off season just to stay in shape. And, uh, and that's one of my deals. I do, mean, I can't. I hate running on a treadmill, but I'll run after run after a ball. Trust me. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's a little deal to pass time by, and and just showing other people like, the other skills you have and what else you do. You know, what makes you a normal person?
1: You know. Yeah, well, yeah, you got all kinds of skills. Like you're actually—I gotta say—your Instagram's been pretty funny because uh, you know it's completely non-racing related, but you're just showing like everyday life. Like you're even uh, open up a barber shop. You're cutting your kids' hair the other day. And I'm like, check ABA out, man. You got lots of talents, man. Brother, well, I don't know what it is, man. Whatever it is, I
3: just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, hey, man, when you're growing up as a kid. And you're going to college. I never forget that I used to cut my own hair all the time with a mirror. So if you can cut your own hair, you can cut anybody's hair, especially if you're doing it backwards. You get what I mean? So so, uh, I used to do all kinds of stuff to save money as a kid growing up, man. No matter what it was, I was one of those jack of all trades, but a master of none. But
1: that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's one thing I've learned. Like I I think, you know, guys like you and I, you know, we're on the road a ton, you know, almost every weekend, every other weekend for sure you know, things like that. Now, like, I, I've been at home for, you know, a couple of months now, since since a mid 400, uh, a little over two months. And I can't tell you the last time I was at home this stretch or this duration, you know, so it's like it, it's got me creative. I'm doing stuff I've never done before. I haven't done it in a long time just because now I've I've got the time to do it. You know, and it's kind of been kind of been fun a bit. Uh, well, and, and that's the thing about it is, is that, you know,
3: I, can't, I don't know how I would have got all this stuff done that I've been working on if if I was away racing, and I cannot believe all the stuff that I've been coming up with and catching up with and doing. That's, that's the crazy part about it.
1: Yeah, I think I have, like, a to-do list, in the other, and yesterday I was looking at it, and I'm like, this is like the first time in my life like my to-do list is actually caught up I'm looking at it going like I, I need to add some stuff to it. what's going on here I, I've never been caught up you know uh, so I, I don't know man it's uh, it, it's interesting but you know that being said I think we're we're all ready to go back to racing. But uh I, I got to ask you guys NHRA is taking a little bit different approach to this. I know, you know, kind of NASCAR, IndyCar there. They're, they're kind of I don't want to say rushing back. I think it you know, it's it's tough to tell whether it's too soon, too late, too whatever, but you know, I mean, you are still going to have some downtime with NHRA. I mean, what what are the plans as things kind of kind of open back up? You're still going to have some some downtime. I mean, what's the, what's the plans for you guys in in DSR?
3: Well, right now what we're doing is is that everybody's
1: back in the shop and
3: we're just getting ready because when we do go back racing, we're not going to have the typical off weekends in between. So we're preparing to have everything ready to go because you're talking about we go back racing, it's probably going to end up being 16 races in a row week after week. We're going to feel like NASCAR. So with that being said, before we used to be able to go like three races in a row. Then you come home and have a weekend off in between, when you, you literally have, you'll have probably about 10 days to prepare to go to your next race. So you're able to come back to the shop, reload the trucks and trailers, and you might only have two in a row, then you have a weekend off. So you had breaks in between to settle down and and keep everything, like, you know, keep everything right. Well, now if you got 16 in a row, it's going to be a scramble. And you got to kind of project about parts and pieces you're going to need, because before, if you broke an ejector, you could take it back to, the place we get them repaired at and let them repair it, and then you can put another one on a trailer. Well, if the place can't repair it fast enough, you better have some new ones in stock. So if you go through parts and pieces, that you can keep bracing for those 16 weeks in a row. So it is going to be, it is going to be like elbows and and knees and feet all thrown in together and we got to get after it you know what i mean so our deals is making sure that all of our teams are prepared for that and having clutch dish ready everything else ready because now we're going to go between races but the guys might be able to stop back at the shop after you do four or five in a row that's out in the west coast or up north come back to the shop you're only in the shop for two or three days and you have to go to the very next race so it's going to be a it's going to be a throw down and these guys all of our crew guys and the front office staff and
1: everybody else is going to be they're going to be worn out because it's going to be non-stop action. Yeah. Well, you know and I think, you know, you're reading like the internet and Facebook and some of the groups and things like that. I I don't think the fans quite understand cuz a lot of people are going, well why? Why would you put yourself through that? Why would you do 16 races just make it just make it 10 races and give you guys some some breaks in between or something like that. You know, and what they don't understand is like budgets with these big major companies. You know what I mean? They've invested into the programs. You know, a lot of times money's already exchanged hands and, and those events haven't happened or they're canceled. And they're, re, you know, you, you guys have to, to give them a certain amount of return on investment you know, a certain amount of events, a certain amount of exposure for their dollars, or at the end of the year, you know, that money's got to go back to the company. So, you know, it, you know, one, you want to be able to give them the exposure, but two, I mean, nobody, they don't want to take the money back at the end of the year, and two, you guys don't want to send the money back. So I think a lot of fans at home don't really understand the business side and that, you know, when you signed on for X amount of events or things like that, you guys somehow, some way, you can't just cancel it because you want to. You guys got to deliver. Absolutely. And you got to give
3: them what they pay for at the end of the day. So you already have the field right now. Like you think about our races is normally 24 races. So when we come back to racing, we're only going to be racing probably 18 to 19. Or we might do some televised events. We have no idea what's in the air because our full-blown deal has not been announced yet. Yeah. So with that being said is, is that we can have up to 20 total races. We can have 18 total races. I have no idea until they finalize all that stuff. And, and that's the key deal is that, that you got to keep the sponsors happy and you got to be able to partner with them and still help them drive because everybody's hurting after this whole COVID-19 epidemic deal. And, uh, and we just got to figure a way out how to, like, you know, when we come out on the other side, when, when the floodgates get let open again, how do we, how, like, how do we help them generate and, and get back to where they were and then help them grow? And, and that's the whole key to this whole thing right now is figuring figuring all that stuff out and how to
1: make that all happen well we are definitely going to uh, continue on talking about sponsorships the industry the pandemic uh, you know what what things look like on the other side. Uh, but we are going to uh, have to take a short commercial break. And when we return, we will have more with Antron Brown. Do want to give you guys a quick reminder, though. You know, uh, iRacing, it has become uh, basically a breath of fresh air for all of us in the motorsports community. Uh, you know, PR Jim Beaver, that will get you a discount. Uh, there at iRacing when you sign up. So, PR Jim Beaver, that's going to get you a discount if you sign up over there at iRacing. Uh, so, make sure and do that. You can get in the game. Keep uh, wheeling whatever you want to wheel there on iRacing service, everything from off road to NASCAR, IndyCar, and everything in between. So, check them out. We're going to take a short commercial break and uh, more Antron Brown. We return, return to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor.
2: 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531.
5: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
1: Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Before we cut to break, uh, you know, we kind of primed the pump there. We were talking about sponsorship and, uh, you know, and, and how to keep these companies that have uh, continued to fund us and our programs, you know what I mean, even through this pandemic, you know, ha- how to get them, uh, you know, ha- how to get them back moving forward. Absolutely, and we got to be in it together. We have to be all in it together. And
3: we have to hit the ground running and figure out how that we can get them back to where they're at. And we're where they're at. We're their moving billboards. And we're their, like we're, we're, they, like, you know, we're their spokesperson for them also. So we have a lot that's on the plate that we have to drive. And for me personally, like Global Electronic Technologies, you know, they're a credit card processing company. So what I've been doing in the interim is I've been working during the week and trying to tie them to all the different people I know to help them you know, make their whole credit card process more efficient and also save them money. And they got great rates and 24-7 service, right, Jim? But the the key it, deal is on it now is with all this COVID-19, people are not using swipers and stuff. So they got to figure out how to take these payments without interacting with people or taking their credit card. And uh, and, and uh, global electronic technology has that down so we've been helping like you know they help out bandamere speedway to all these other different racetracks and different corporations different companies and we've been tying them in with them and that's the whole thing is just trying to figure out how to help them go while people are down how to save money and for them to actually tackle the new hurdles that's going to be right in front of them whether a restaurant storefront how do you do all that stuff you get what i'm saying so So that's what I've been doing Monday through Friday is that I've been working on different people like that to try to make that happen with global electronic technology.
1: Well, you know, and and I think the good thing for a company like Global Electronic Technologies, but for all of us in motorsport and events and things like that, whether it be restaurants or things like that, people, you know, I know me. I mean, I think everybody's got a little stir crazy. They're sitting at home and, and, you know, looking at the same four walls and, and, and we're staying active and playing games and doing whatever. but. I mean, we're 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 a, a nation of people who go out and we do things and we experience things and we go to events and we see people and, you know, we we socialize. And I got to tell you, I think, you know, after we know that things are clear and it's safe to go out into groups of people, I think whether it be NHRA or IndyCar or mm-hmm. an off-road race or concerts or, you know, sporting events, I think we're going to see more people than we have in years, A.B., because I think everybody's so – they're so tired of being at home, they're going to go to anything they possibly can, you know?
3: Oh, yes, they are. And they're they're ready to get out. You know what I mean? Just like you're saying, Jim. It's like they're ready to say, like, all right, it's time for us to go. We're ready to go be normal. And anything that could make them feel like what they used to do would be normal and not sit at home and just stare at a wall, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I have one of my good friends. He lives in a neighborhood up the street from me because I live by, like, by myself. I have two neighbors on the side of me because I live out in the country. Well, he was telling me, he goes, A.B., it's crazy, man. He goes, half my neighborhood's got divorces. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, stop!" because they've been living with each other too long. I'm each jealous about that Not everybody's
1: getting divorced. It's time for everybody to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> uh, isn't that the truth? You know, it's... <laughs> Oh, oh, man. No, it, you know, I think it'll be good, though. I think, you know, I think everybody's going to start to get out. They're going to start spinning again. And, uh, you know, I think I think that it's just uh, it's been a wild ride. But, uh, you know, I know you've been doing a lot. Well, you've been uh, wrenching on the kids' junior dragsters, too, a lot, right? Getting those things on point.
3: Brother, I've been nonstop. I'm doing something every week. I have been doing nonstop. And I've been working also personally on my uh, – I have a reaction time uh, simulator deal that I'm actually going to go pick up from Proco today, which does all my coatings and stuff like that. And uh, they coat it like it's a top fuel driver compartment, and I'm going to go pick that dude up and start putting that all back together. And I change some stuff where I even get a reaction time off the brake lever, too, and how fast I let the brake lever go
7: oh, nice. is one
3: side and the other side is my foot pedal. So I'm, I'm anxious to get that thing back together and get in there and start getting me some reps in, man, so I can uh, – Step my game up even
1: more yeah well i know i we were talking beforehand but you know like it, you know your buddy ron caps he's been doing a lot of eye racing uh been any any itch on your part to go and and race in some of these celebrity races and stuff like that they've got or are you 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 pretty happy uh doing what you're doing around the house
3: yeah well i know uh i tell you what ron's been in that stuff non-stop man and uh I, I did a little bit of stuff like with my kids' PS4 that we got through Toyota and stuff like that at the Gran Turismo. We got to race some stuff, man. But uh, besides that, I've been busy working in the shop. I'm like, I'm, I I got to work on something. And you already know that that's what I do. Like when I raced that mint with you guys out there, man, I had a blast. and I was ready to dig in and start working on some stuff making it better. So that's just what I always do. I'm a tinkerer. So with that being said is that uh, I got to do some stuff. But I just can't like, you know – just sit down i gotta be in the action deal like i gotta do the real thing you know what i mean that's what really gets me going
1: yeah i got i got you there for sure so yeah i don't know you know it's just uh interesting i mean you know looking at the business side I, you know i was thinking about this antron and you know i you know the thing that's got me concerned and you and i can you know talk the business side of racing because we're both in it you know but uh obviously you've had some partners that have supported you for years and so have i but what do you think the trickle down is going to be? Because obviously we've got 2020, but you know, right now, buddy, you and I both know we traditionally this year obviously is out the window, but we would already be talking and negotiating for 2021 because those big budgets are kind of set yeah. aside over the summer and then early fall, and and if you don't have something done by about October first, it's probably you know big big money. It's probably not going to happen. I mean, things do, but. You know, it's kind of got me concerned about, you know, 2021 and even 2022 because I feel like this kind of couple of months here has kind of derailed everything and nobody can even talk about 2021 yet because we haven't even really started the 2020 season. You know, they don't even know what they're going to get out of this year, you know. So, I mean, are are you concerned like I am about kind of the business side of motorsports and and these partnerships? We know you you hit it right on the head because –
3: I'm in the middle of trying to do a transition where I took over my own team. And, uh, and that's what I've been working on, but it makes it really, really hard because you can't negotiate because while all these companies are down out, nobody's talking about sponsorship or what they're going to do next or on the marketing side or anything else. They're just trying to survive right now. So right now we just got to do the same thing and weather the storm and try to get through this all together. And, and that's what I've been doing. I've been there supporting my partners and, hopefully at the end of this we'd come out of this and then we can start working towards that goal. But right now I had to put all that stuff on the side and I haven't even thought about it, to be honest with you, Jim, you know what I mean? And that's the hardest part is that we're just trying to keep the partners we have and help them survive. And then we can start working on new relationships after it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and no, and I agree, you know, and it's like, you know, I know with me, I'm, you know, a lot of these companies, at least in the off-road industry and things like that, some of these major companies, I mean, you hear about all these, you know, employees that have been furloughed and things like that, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at it going, how, how can I logically go to this company in good conscience and go, hey, you know, let, let's start talking about money for next year when you know half their employees are sitting at home. Because there's not enough to keep them employed, you know, and like to me, it's just I, 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 can't do it in good faith and good conscience. Like it's just not in my DNA makeup, and I, I know you're about the same way, you know. So it's just really, like you said, I mean, we're we're trying to make sure our partners that we have now are happy, but looking long term, I'm like, I don't even know when those conversations going to happen, you know. And and at some point, you know, motorsports is going to happen in 2021, but you know are things going to shift are we going to see lighter schedules are we you know just because budgets aren't there like i i don't know ab i think this i think there's a bigger story here to this whole pandemic than than i think a lot of people have actually started talking about yet well and
3: that's and that's what it is is that you you can't and and you already said it even having the right conscience of just being there and saying okay like let's just focus on them and see what they need. And this is our time when we dig in as a partner and put our head down and say, how can we do, how we're in this together. And what can I do to actually help grow or help you get back on track? And that's, and that's actually the mindset. And that's the mode that we're in right now is like saying, how can we help you and how can we support you? And I've been talking to all my macro tools, distributors, and I've been talking to all of them, their families, calling them during the weekend, like, you know, if their kids have a birthday, making special calls and tell them, hey, man, I'm here with you. You know what I mean? What you need? What can I help you with? Um, and that's what we're going from. And that's what we've been working on hardcore. And, and that's where it really starts. And it shows you what you're made of because all the other stuff will take care of itself down the road. We're not even worried about that. But this is the foundation that you build your relationships on. And that's how you really help your partners out.
1: Well, you know, and one thing I've seen, and I, I guess it's, I see this as a positive. I said, you know, if there's one positive that's come out of this, I think it's all, all caused us to get a lot, a lot more creative. What can we do for our partners? You know, you know, and, and you've always been one that you've always been creative. You know what I mean? But I think everybody industry wide now, it's like we're really thinking about things. You know, we're really thinking about hey, delivery and return and. What can we do socially and what can we do, you know, digitally and and things like that? Like, what can we do to to add additional benefits to our partners? And I think, you know, I think we've seen some creative, creative stuff come out in the last two months, stuff that probably never would have happened because we weren't forced to. But I feel like the entire industry was pushed into a corner. And now it's like, no, we've got to battle back. We've got to go to war for these companies. And and that's one positive I see is I see stuff coming out on the Internet and digitally and things like that on social media i've never seen before and i'm like this is this might actually be a positive because it's really pushed that side of the industry forward on what can, we can do for partners
3: absolutely absolutely and and what you're doing is, is that this is the thing about this is like me and you both know that the sponsorship realm has changed period like there's no more we're gonna give you this much money you put a sticker on the side of your car you know what i mean now you have to be the full gambit. You have to be the full pie. I call it where you're not just winning on the racetrack. You have to win off the racetrack. So you have to go there and be their spokesperson, get in front of different people talk about, but you only could do it. If you believe in everything that that partner does, you get what I mean? Like yeah. like with macro tools, they actually change people's lives. They take normal mechanics or they could be a FedEx driver or no matter what the difference where they come from a school teacher, shop teacher, and they literally put them on a, a, a mobile tool store, and they control, and they become their own boss. And in, and in turn, they're not selling tools. They're actually giving the people a service, you know what I mean, one-on-one service. You've got to understand what they're doing there. They're there to actually help the mechanic or the person out that works at the body shop or if they work at a big diesel place. They're there to help them out, so they can be more efficient at their job, so they can actually make more money, and they develop a relationship with them, and a bond that goes far beyond just a normal customer or you know or a shop owner. You get what I mean? They yeah. it goes beyond that, and and you're actually changing people's lives. And then once you understand that, you know, with the partners you work with. You, you actually can see how you're able to build and establish and become a part of that because you believe in it 110%. You get what I mean? Like there's no questions about it. And once you do that, then you're able to be a part of that brand and help it grow. And, and then you learn how to do more B2B stuff. How do you bring other things there to help out the people that you're with? You know what I mean? How do you help their company grow? How do you give them a, a direct return on their investment? And once you figure that out, then you become a part, not just a part of the brand, you become a part of that company where they see you valuable, and 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 you're there, and that's how you are able to keep sponsors for year in and year out. You know what I mean? And, and that's how you sustain yourself and keep yourself going in the industry by becoming a part of the brand.
1: And we'll be back to finish up this interview with Antron Brown when we return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor.
0: Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear,
5: catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Welcome back to uh, the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, I guess uh, we're, we're going to continue on with Antron Brown here, uh, third part of uh, of this interview. And, uh, you know, Antron, let, let's kind of talk about, uh, I, I guess, where we're at for, uh, for the remainder of, of this year. You know, you said, like you said, you guys going to have 16 races back to back to back. I mean, how are you preparing for that? I mean, I, I you, you I know you're fit, you know what I mean, and things like that. But that's a grueling schedule, A.B. I mean, that's a lot of flights. That's a lot of travel lag, you know, back and forth, you know, away from the family. I mean, that that's going to be a stretch like, a, you know, NHRA's never seen before. I mean, uh, you know, how you and are you preparing for that, man? I mean, mentally, you get, you know, it's one of those where you, you're saying bye to the wife and saying, hey, we'll see you in about three or four months, you know? Uh, obviously, you're going to see her here and there, but you know what I mean. It, it's a that's a tough, tough schedule this fall.
3: Yes, it is, and, and that's that's the hard, the hard part about it is, is that Jim, you just got to, that's where you got to dig deep with all your guys, man, and, and you just take it one deal at a time. And and we know what's coming up, but that's why we're preparing right now. Everybody goes, well, what are you doing in the shop? What are you doing? Like other people in the shop, well, you guys don't race until here or there. You ain't going to do this to that. And I'm like. Well, I know we're not, but we're getting ready for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the war is coming, right? (laughs) right Yeah, yeah. So as all this is going on, I do have to say, I know uh, from what I understand, our boy uh, Todd's—he's going to be bringing you over some uh, some some bling for your rides, huh? what's that i said i said with all this going on i said i know our boy todd he's gonna to be bringing you over some bling for your rides he's gonna get you uh uh i guess get your rides all on point with some new hoops huh
3: brother i am ready man and uh todd is good people man all the people at vision man i tell you what they've been taking uh excellent care of me and i can't wait just like you know i'm part of that family now man so i'm all geeked out and excited just to get that going man and uh I got some new stuff coming in for my Toyota Tundra. And then I got some I got some wheel packages for my daughter's car coming that she don't know about that we're gonna surprise her and pimp her ride out. And then I got some new stuff for my race hauler, like my for my kids junior dragsters. Yeah, I'm switching the rims up on the on the trailer and they're gonna blend in with like the same rims I got on my semi. So it's so many great things that's going on, man. I'm just I'm really happy to uh be a part of the Vision family now with, on the rim side. And uh, they just got their stuff, their styles are just incredible. And uh, I got the off from the off-road, like a uh, true off-road type of TRD Pro Tundra It's going to make that thing look rough and rugged to having just like the street whip. Like, you know, like they make, they'll make your street cars look sporty from your muscle cars to even to your import cars to give it that street, that street and strip style. To your off-road style, they got they got everything. Even my golf carts got dialed in, man. For <laughs> my golf track to get the racetrack, so I'm really pumped. And then and then all the other the other good people there, man, over there at General Tire, they hooked me up with some tires and different stuff and all that stuff that they have. So I'm I'm truly pumped right now. I've been very fortunate, and uh, I'm just I'm just glad to be a part of those guys' as, uh their team, man. And uh we're gonna bring them to a drag strip, and we're gonna and we're gonna. Uh, we're going to play hard, have some fun, and we're going to be silent.
1: Yeah, well, I can't wait to see you get that Toyota. Uh, we need to get you get that out to one of these off road events. Get that thing muddy and a little dusty and dirty, and uh, get some. Uh, we call it uh, desert pinstripe, and where the where the grease woods go down the side of it. We need to get you get that thing. Uh, we, we need to get that thing battle tested out here, buddy.
3: Absolutely, brother. I'm ready to rock. Man, I want to come out there and hang out with you, man. Come do a couple other events with you guys out there, man. On In the the desert, brother, so uh, I might have to bring out my tundra out there just to to profile, man, but I ain't going to beat her up. Yeah. I am gonna
1: beat her up. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, what's funny is, is, uh, you know, ever since StarCard, you know, I know you, you said, oh, I want to get back out there. And, uh, you know, Steve wants to get back out there. Well, you know, Ron Caps and Leah Pruitt have both become really good friends of mine. And they're, they're hitting me up all the time. Like, Hey, there's ever an opportunity. We want to jump in and jump behind the wheel. I'm like, man, we could do like this. I think like this NHRA all-star desert event and get all for you, like splitting, and driving and one a lap or something, man. Like I, I, I think everybody in NHRA was so jealous of you on that one deal. So, uh, no, we need to make something happen. He was just going camping for the weekend. You can bring your kids out, and we'll just all let them, you know, wheel the razors and stuff like that out at the dunes, man. We need to make something happen.
3: Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. We got to make it happen. We got to make it happen. And, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that I came from off-road racing, but on the motocross side with dirt bike. So that's always been a big passion of mine and has always been something that I always wanted to do. So. So uh, I really enjoy being out there with you guys all the time, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back out there with you and ripping it up on that desert.
1: Yeah, how uh, how often are you ever on a dirt bike anymore? I mean, I know you're I know you're good friends with uh, Malcolm and James and stuff like that, but uh, you ever get on a dirt bike and go and? Uh you know uh, turn some laps anymore or is it one of those where you're too scared to get no. hurt in my derail in hra no I'm, I'm you know what the funny part is i would love to i just don't have the time
3: like i used to just yeah. like with the schedule and everything else like that it's just that i spend so much time on my off time on with my kids racing or i'm home yeah. doing stuff with the family so i don't get the time like i used to where i got to go out and go have fun like i used to
1: well, it's one of those where I guess uh, you know dirt bikes will always be there, right? You know, not that you're going to hang up your helmet anytime soon on the in top fuel, but uh, I guess it'll always be there <laughs> whenever you're ready for it, right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely, it always will be there, you know. And I mean, it ain't going nowhere. So uh, I always enjoyed it and had a, and ha- have fun with it, and it keeps you in shape. And, you know, it's one of those deals when you're riding out there, man, and you're jumping or whether you're going through trails or you're riding a track, you just kind of feel free when you ride.
1: Yeah. No, I agree Especially with you. Especially when you get in rhythm. Yeah. And I, I get the same thing, you know, when I get out in Razors and I've had to kind of swear off the dirt bike for a while just because I can't, I, I I'm going to hurt myself just, I know it. So I stick with a cage, but it's the same way. <laughs> I can go out in the Razor on a weekend and just go and blast some trails and things like that. And it's just free. It's some about being out there and getting some fresh air and, you know, just feeling the wind hit you, and I don't know. It's it's tough to explain unless you've experienced it, you know, and obviously you have, so, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, AB. I think that's about all we got for this uh, for this week, though, but, uh, you know, always good catching up, my man. Uh, you know, it's been, uh, I don't know, I haven't seen you, I guess, since Phoenix. I guess it seems like a, that seems like, you know, it's funny, just a couple months ago, and it seems like an eternity, you know. I, I think everything seems like an eternity right now.
3: Absolutely. I know it does, man, but that's, that's part of it. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I just, I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But, uh, it's time like the off time that we've been having right now. It's been making us all stir crazy. I've been getting a lot of stuff done, but I'm just ready. Uh, now I'm ready to get back after it. It's time to go. It's time
1: to go. It is definitely go time. Well, I know I will, uh, you know, I'm going to try and make it out to at least one more NHRA event this year once things get kick-started, buddy. But uh, I'm sure we'll be talking soon, especially, uh, you know, when we get you set up with these uh, Vision Wheels and General Tires and get some content rolling with those, man. But always fun catching up, brother. Always,
3: brother. Always, man. Always. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, big thanks to uh, Antron Brown for taking the time out of, uh, you know, his schedule to, uh, to call into the show. Always fun having AB on, and uh, he's become a good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, just a, a super, super accomplished, uh, you know, race car driver. And, uh, you know, he's always, you know, he, he's one of those guys who's built this program from nothing to where it is today. And now, you know, looking at ownership in NHRA, you know, over the next couple seasons. And, uh, you know, you just got to tip the cap to a guy like that who's created a career, you know, by sheer hard work and determination, and a and a heckload of talent, you know, and so uh, you got to give uh, give AB a lot of credit. I always enjoy having him on uh, on the show. So uh, big thanks to Antron, uh, you know, for for taking the time to uh, to come on. So uh, yeah, we got a little bit of time before uh, you know we we kind of wrap up uh, hour number one, move into hour number two. Don't forget hour number two. We are gonna have Dak Shepard as well as. Uh, um, Adam Carolla on in in hour number two. So I think uh, you should definitely look forward to those interviews. Going to be a ton of fun. So, um, you know, kind of some throwbacks. But, uh, you know, looking at uh, things, we've actually had a lot of news come out, uh, you know, in the past week on schedules, motorsports, things like that. You know, what what to look forward to. You know, we all knew NASCAR was resuming this weekend. Uh, We all knew that uh, IndyCar was resuming, uh, you know, after the first of June. Um, big news is, Cranon, that was kind of up in the air, Cranon is going to be run in June. That's going to be massive. Same weekend, though, as Road America, the IndyCar race in Wisconsin, the uh, Supreme Court of Wisconsin overruled the governor, basically said, you can't force people to stay home. They can do whatever they want. So immediately, within 24 hours, everything in Wisconsin opened back up, and all the floodgates opened for motorsports, sporting events, everything else. Same thing's kind of happening in Arizona, but it you know was issued by the governor. Um, But, uh, you know, that being said, these two are going to be the first two major motorsports events in this country that are going to have fans. And so that coming late June. So that's some massive news. And it sounds like Cranon and Road America are working together to promote Wisconsin and get some fans in attendance. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Some big storylines there. Uh, Obviously, um, you know, we talked about NASCAR resuming. Um, the big one, though, it's kind of been this asterisk there. You know, how are they going to finish up the Supercross season? By now, pro motocross is generally, uh, you know, starting to get fired up, and Supercross is wrapped up, uh, you know, in Vegas. Well, you know, Supercross still got to wrap up their calendar. This is kind of the big one. You hate to say Supercross always takes precedence over motocross, but it does. And uh, so, you know, rumors were that Supercross might be running in Arizona, uh, but to now it is confirmed Supercross season will resume without fans May 31st in Utah so Supercross will be back in action in Utah May 31st they're gonna wrap up the season and it looks like it's uh, it's going to be I'm looking at the schedule here. it is going to be uh, one two three four, five six seven rounds of racing uh, starting on May 31st uh, running through June 21st they're gonna be running Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday is going to be the schedule. So two races a week. Uh, I'm assuming that they're going to, uh, you know, th- that they're going to change the track up in between rounds, things like that. It would be pretty boring to run the exact same track. So I'm assuming they're going to massage it. Um, they're going to have 450s and both 250 east and west. So both those are going to, ca- you know, wrap up their calendar. Uh, round 17 will have the east-west shootout that we all love and have become accustomed to. So Supercross is kind of, Found their way, uh, and they're going to be, uh, you know, putting on, uh, you know, putting on the remainder of their calendar. It's got me excited. Uh, races are going to be, air, you know, televised on NBC Sports as general. So uh, yeah, we're going to have some live Supercross coming at you. Seven rounds of racing. I mean, this is uh, this has got me pretty uh, pretty excited. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I want to make sure my count was right. Seven rounds of racing. Uh, for Supercross. So, uh, like I said in the intro to the show, I feel like motorsports took a good two week, two months off, but uh, things are coming back. I know it uh, sounds like Lucas Short Course is delayed until late July. Obviously, we know NHRA is getting fired up, uh, you know, the beginning of August. So, it's going to uh, be a wild summer. I mean, summer is generally where we have some gaps because of there's heat and things like that. Uh, No, all bets are off this summer, man. It is gas on, game on. We are going racing. Uh, You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, you know. So I I guess in a matter of a couple of weeks, we're now going to be full swing with uh, Supercross, NASCAR, as well as IndyCar. And then by the end of uh, July or June, excuse me, we're going to have off-road in full swing as well. So there's a lot going on. I know Baja, that's been uh, kind of a shakeup because you're dealing with another country and their regulations and uh, you know, obviously, Arizona's opened up, Florida's opened up. I guess St. Petersburg—they're going to cap off the IndyCar season there. I would say everything in California scrapped at this point. Nevada's a tough call, uh, but I believe Best of the Desert is resuming racing in late June, so uh, there is that. But uh, uh, you know, there's a few states you know motorsports aren't going to happen in, California being one of them. Uh, you know, obviously Utah's uh, receptive to it, Arizona, Texas, Wisconsin. Florida, North Carolina. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the as these first couple events run, the feedback, what happens. I mean, NASCAR this weekend. This is the first major motorsports event globally. All eyes are on NASCAR this weekend. We will see what happens. I am very excited to have some live racing of some sort on. I know UFC had, uh, you know, live fights uh, without uh, without fans in attendance. You know, uh, um. This past weekend. So that was very big. Obviously pro wrestling has been going on, but I, I think we're all just dying to see sports racing and everything else. And I, I think you're going to see some of the biggest ratings of all time for NASCAR this weekend, just because it's going to be the only thing live on TV. So uh, yeah, we're going to talk more about this in hour number two, but uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. Then we'll wrap up hour number one right here on the general tire down and dirty radio show Powered by Polaris Razor. Hang tight. We still got a whole lot more to come at you right here.
8: Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, call the debt helpline
2: now 800-957-6063 800-957-6063 800-957-6063 that's 800-957-6063
9: hi i'm dr robert Clapper, chief of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai medical group in los angeles california
1: Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Yeah, so, um, man, what do we we got going on to wrap up the show today? Uh, We got a whole heck of a lot going on to wrap up the show today. Um, you know, it's uh it's going to be what uh Adam Carolla and Dak Shepard, two of the biggest named guests to ever appear on the Down and Dirty radio show. Yeah, we're doing some best subs in hour number 2. So, if you're tuning in on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, thank you, thank you. If you want the second half of the show, you're going to have to uh either go to Sports Byline Network or check us out on Apple Podcasts or downanddirtyshow.com and trust me, it is worth it. Uh yeah, so uh yeah, do that, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff at Jim Beaver fifteen on social media. You know the drill, but uh I wanna switch gears here. Obviously I've got my big esports event this weekend. It is uh the Jim Beaver Esports eShort course triple crown. We're capping off the triple crown this weekend, and you know what? Man, do we have a blockbuster celebrity guest coming over? First time he's ever driven an off road truck. He's going to be in the virtual space. David Higgins. Yes, DH himself, the Hall of Famer, the rally legend. He is going to be in action and in competition this weekend against some of the baddest short course drivers in the world, in the e-short course space. I am really, really excited about seeing DH in a short course truck. It's going to be back by Dirtfish Rally School, and i got to tell you, this is going to be a hell of a lot of fun one way or another, seeing Higgins behind the wheel of a pro four of all things. 900 horsepower, all-wheel drive. We'll see how it compares to his rally car. So that's worth the price of admission right there. And you know what the price of admission is? Free? Yeah, tune into that. All right, we're going to take a short commercial break. Come back here. It's going to be hour number two on The General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You're listening to the
12: Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
5: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
1: All right. It is hour number two here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks to everybody tuning in on the Sports Byline Network. Thanks to everybody tuning in on the American Forces Network overseas. Thanks to all our military and our troops. Hopefully you guys are safe. I love that we air there. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, signing off from uh, SiriusXM XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio. Thanks to everybody that continues to support us digitally on, uh, uh, you know, on Apple Podcasts, com. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Much appreciated for all the support as well as Podcast One. Um, but, uh, yeah, hour number two, we got a, a couple of guests that uh, you, you want to say big. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's pretty big here. Uh, <laughs> that's the easiest way to put it. Man, Dak Shepard. So uh, I guess we should lay the uh, groundwork for these two interviews. Dak Shepard, I had him in the Polaris Razor Star Car Program a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, and so this was an interview in the lead up to that, promoting that program. But he also talked about his podcast, Acting, and, uh, you know, his love for off-road and motorsports and why he got into acting. And it's so he could fund his, you know, habit of loving race cars. So, uh, you know, very good interview with uh, with Dax Shepard. And then Adam Carolla, this was uh, – uh, an interview after I was on Adam Carolla's show, um, I was a guest over on his show, CarCast. My good friend Matt DeAndre is a co-host there. I think Bill Goldberg's involved in that show now as well. Um, but uh, you know, after that show, um, I, I decided I was like, you know what? I'd love to have Carolla on my show. So I sent out the uh, request, and Adam goes, "Yeah, I'd love to be on the show." So we had Adam Carolla as a guest on uh, you know on on my show. Uh, some, I don't know, we're talking two, three years back. So it just happens. Actually, both of these were done, I think, within uh, uh, a few weeks of each other. And it's just funny that uh, they're going to both air together here. But I'm loving this hour number two. You know, we've done so much amazing content over nine, ten years here. Eight, nine years uh, of doing radio that – You know, it's been kind of fun during this pandemic when there's a lack of motorsports to dive back in and bring those interviews out that some of you may have not heard ever before or those that you have that have been sticking around for a while. You know, you you heard those back when they originally aired and you probably forgot about them. You know, so I've been loving being able to air these best of interviews on the show. Uh, it's been kind of fun. It's refreshed my brain. I, I forgot, you know, as I'm digging through the archives, some of the amazing guests that we've had over, uh, you know, the past decade right here on the show. And I've uh, been very, very fortunate, one, to have a job in radio for this long, but two, to be able to have interviewed these amazing people. So, uh, you know, Shepard and Corolla here on hour number two. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to get into things right here on the General Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show, powered by... I'd like to welcome my next guest to the line, Adam Carolla. How's everything going, Adam? It's going real well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, I know it was about a month back. I know I was in studio over there and did uh, car casts, and since then, man, you've uh, brought home a bit of hardware. How was uh, that? Trans Am, man, that's uh, that's pretty pretty legit. Yeah, thanks.
10: Uh, it was pretty intense uh, for for the beginning part, Um because i hadn't driven a, a legitimate modern day uh trans am car um so you know what it what happened was is uh somebody said to me like three months ago like hey i got you a ride in a trans am car for, for an official trans am race out at uh, willow springs and they told me that you know s- several months ago and i did what i always do i just said fine. Sounds good. You know, <laughs> sign me up, which is sort of a mistake in terms of things that I do. I do them career wise. I do them for driving. I do it just about anything. And, uh, and, you know, then I realized I, you know, I'm going in the middle of doing a TV show. I was gearing up to do this one hour live TV show and, I wasn't getting any track time, and and I, I don't – it's a Corvette. It's got 850 horsepower, and there's three Trans Am divisions. And this was Trans Am 1. This is the top, like the big dog, <laughs> biggest, fastest cars out there. And then also uh, Willow Springs, like it's called the fastest track in the West, and I'm not a – I don't even like Willow Springs. I'm not very good – on that track, I much prefer somewhere like Laguna Seca. Correct. I got a lot more uh, seat time at Laguna Seca. But um, so the next thing you know, it's just the weekend of the race. I'm right in the middle of production, and I, you know, I just kind of head out on a Friday morning, and there's this crazy beast of it's a C7R full race prep Corvette. And I don't even know how it shifts or anything. And they're like, it's sequential. You ever use a sequential gear shift? And I'm like, no, I've never <laughs> done that. I was at work.
1: Trial by fire. I
10: like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I, I, do I need to push the clutch in? And like, well, if you want, you can do it. You don't have to, but you could. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I fit in the car. And the uh, next thing you know, it's a uh, smash. And then uh it was also a uh, 40 lap race. And I, I, usually do 10 lap races. You know, I'm in the car for like 20 minutes doing vintage races. Yeah. Um, it's a 40 lap race and a two and a half mile course. I'm like, geez, be in the car for a while yeah. here. Uh, long story short, um, somehow got into it, figured it out. got my groove a little started, following some fast guys and made a pass or two and ended up uh on the podium with a third place finish so it's pretty everyone was i don't think anyone was more surprised than i was but everyone <laughs> was pretty damn surprised
1: well maybe that's the way you need to do it all the time just show up and drive you you can overthink things and maybe that's been the problem right you overthink things it's like oh just show up and race and maybe that's maybe that's the ticket there yeah i don't know
10: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I oh, well, no, I, no, I always show up and race, and it doesn't usually work out that well. So,
1: <laughs> well, here's here's a question for you because you do a lot of vintage racing, and I mean, and when you vintage race, I mean, it's in proper proper vintage race cars i mean you know jumping into this corvette this modern day just amazing road racing car i mean what's the biggest differences because i mean you've driven some cars you know some vintage cars that were at the top of their game you know 30 40 years ago i mean what's the difference in jumping into this corvette now say is you know what i mean you know newman's porsche from uh you know the 79 that you just bought
10: um the 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 new cars and and i mean this corvette was you know full tube frame beast just a beast of a car is 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 you know about as fast as those kind of cars with bodies on them get i mean it had 850 horsepower but it was still dialed in it it, it the brakes worked the steering worked the suspension was tuned for the track you know when, when I would go out and come off that after doing you know qualifying or warm-up or practice or whatever some tech would plug his computer in and start m- messing around with this perches on the the struts for the springs or add a little more of this or put a little more you know dial in a little more sway bar or something like that and so the the end result was even though the car was a crazy loud insane beast it felt kind of like a car you yeah. know it felt like kind of more drivable in its own sort of 850 horsepower kind of way than the than than my vintage cars which really feel like old cars like they don't the brakes aren't always there the steering's tough you know as far as the suspension goes, like, who knows, you know, the best is we can do it, but it's it's never really like yeah. dialed in arrow, you know, no arrow, you know, that the vet had a ton of downforce, you know, and you could carry a ton of speed into the turn eight, big sweeping turn, you know, going 160 miles an hour. And it, it would stay put, you know, you know, the stuff I drive has like, You know, no arrow, no anything. So, in a weird way, the crazy, beastly vet
1: was easier. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I come from racing trophy trucks, right? And I've said we can put anybody in a trophy truck, no matter what your driving skill level is. And you can still be pretty fast because they're so forgiving and they're they're so dialed in. You know, whereas you go to a vintage off-road truck from, say, 20, 30 years ago, you really had to be a driver to drive one of those because you make one little mistake and it's, you know, you're up on your lid, you know. So I completely get that. It seems like these new cars have got so fast that, you know, it can take a bad driver and make them good, if that makes any sense.
10: I, I think I think so. I mean, we had a um, in 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 the uh, Trans Am two or three. There was a Lamborghini uh, Gallardo Trofeo or, or whatever, and it's like all wheel drive. I think it had some kind of traction control. You know, paddle shift. You know, I think it. I think it like blipped the throttle, you know, when you downshifted, and it was like, "Geez, thats kind of like driving a just a really cool supercar in a race, yeah. you know." And the guy's still going fast and everything, but the the, the vintage cars—you're you're you're sweating in those things. <laughs> I mean, you're working, you're working, and you know, I was working in this Corvette, but not as hard as I work in in the. In the vintage cars, although I, I'll say this about the vet, the speed is a, a lot faster. So stuff's happening a lot faster, yeah. you know, even, even though the brakes work better, stuff's coming at you a lot faster. And um, also with 850 horsepower and it's right there, like you just tap the throttle and it, it's, 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 it's on, it's pretty easy to bring that rear end around. Like it, it just took a little while to get used to it, but I liked it, and uh i i i would I would be happy to drive more modern cars yeah. for less less of a challenge.
1: Yeah, going back to the vintage cars, I want to talk real quick about your collection because I know I Matt showed me the collection uh, over there, and uh, you know, and I love it. You know, and one thing I really love about it is I've been to a lot of car collections. Yours is so different than everybody else's, and I mean, you know, seeing vintage Nissan race cars and Datsuns, and you've got you know Lamborghini Miras, and I mean, what what's the basis? I mean, when you look at cars, I mean, what what is it that Adam Carolla goes? Oh, wow, that that's something I want to target because your collection is different than anything I've ever seen before. Oh,
10: thanks. Uh, I you know I just have stuff I like, and if I like it, uh, I want it. And um, and Datsun, anything in race trim, I like a lot. Um, you know, something that I want that I don't have that I've always kind of wanted was an M one Pro car, for instance. If you're just talking about cars that I would like um, aesthetically, I think the Miras. One of the best looking cars ever made.
1: We got to take a short break, a whole lot more with Adam and also Dax when we return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. like to welcome my guest to the line this week, something I'm stoked to finally announce. Let the cat out of the bag. My teammate, along with Jolene Van Butte at the UTV World Championship, Dax Shepard. Welcome to the show, my friend.
12: Thank you, Jim, for having me on. I, uh, I really appreciate your enthusiasm. It's as if you were announcing Brad Pitt or somebody really special. So thanks for
1: <laughs> digging
12: deep and getting there for it.
1: Uh, you know, I'm really excited. Like, we've had so many personalities in this car. I mean, Jolene and I, we had Tanner Faust last year. We had Travis Pastrana. Uh, we had Antron Brown, top fuel racer at the Mint. Now we've got Dax Shepard. Like, I feel like we're getting guys from all different walks of life, and it's, it's been such a fun project. But I think the cool thing with you is, is you've actually got an off-road background, man. This isn't like the first time you've ever driven something in the dirt.
12: Uh, no, it's not. I did have a one car for a little bit. Uh, that ended up in the movie Hit and Run. I think it saw more action in Hit and Run, actually. I, uh, I stupidly thought, oh, well, once you buy that expensive car, that's it. And then I realized, oh, no, racing is endlessly expensive. Uh, and you're you're better off with a lot of support. So I quickly thought, oh, I will need more jobs if I want to continue to
13: do this.
1: Yeah, it's it becomes an expensive hobby. And that's that's what's funny you say that, because a lot of people see they go on the listings on the internet, and they see like a trophy truck for 150 grand. They're like, well, that's cheap. But you know, I mean, relatively. And uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, yeah, but it, so that's not it. And they said, what do you mean? I can get that. And then it's like $1,500 entry fee to race, right? And I'm like, not so much. I'm like,
12: oh. you're describing me you're <laughs> describing me perfectly i was like damn that's an expensive car but hey once i got it i can race the baja 1000 for a couple hundred bucks and uh, i didn't realize it costs up to 50 grand to run that race or i don't know what guys are spending you would know better than me yeah
1: it's ridiculous i don't even want to attempt that's to- really
12: what's kind of awesome about this U T V class in general is just someone can actually race off road and the weight is so, you know, low that the, the car can handle the same course that these bigger trucks and cars can handle without, you know, tearing themselves apart as
1: quickly. Yeah. Well, that's what's awesome. I, like this, this one that we're racing, I mean, the Razor Star car, it's literally, it looks like a miniature Class 1 car. It handles like a miniature Class 1 car. I mean, you're used to a Class 1 car. This is literally that just shrunk down a bit. So I, it, it right. was, it's that's and not 4,500
12: pounds going in the corners.
1: Yeah. Not, not 4,500 pounds going into the <laughs> corners and, you know, just a hair. Uh, and it's
12: just, based on a four seater, right? It's like a four seater chassis. That's kind of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's based on a four seat chassis. So it's stretched out. So it handles more like a class one car does uh, through the whoops and things like that. And, uh, you know, we just turn it into a two seat. But yeah, you've got the wheelbase. that's similar. And uh, I mean, wheel travel, suspension. I mean, shoot, we're running like three inch coilovers on this on this star car. Like, I mean, you look at these shocks and you look at the shocks on a class one and they look identical. It's kind of. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of maddening to be honest with you. So, Well,
12: yeah, I got to say, I had prior to um, last season, I had had only two seater Razors. I had the 800, 900, 1000, and the, the Turbo. And I switched to the four seater just to get more bodies to uh, Oldsmobile out in Glamis. Yeah. And uh, immediately I was like, oh, this is the way to go. The, the ride is so smooth. But, you know, that extra wheelbase really makes a humongous difference, especially through the whoops or anything kind of high speed.
1: Well, and I know you you go to Glamis quite frequently. I mean, it, it's something. That it's kind of become a family thing for you guys, right? I mean, you and your wife. She enjoys going out to the dunes as well. It's not not like, hey, I'm going to go and have a guys' weekend. Like the whole family can go and enjoy it, right?
12: Yeah. In fact, one of these family members wants me to get her paints, honey. I'm on the phone right now, but I can help you get paints in a few minutes. Okay. Okay. I love you. Um, yes. Yeah, so we are a big Glamis family. I'd say we're out there three or four weekends a year. We usually. We're, we're there for Thanksgiving for sure. And my wife likes the camping aspect. She's she's neutral, neutral plus on off-roading, which is, that's a lot. That's as much as you can hope for. Exactly. She she doesn't mind being uh, out there, but she loves being in camp and cooking and decorating and doing all the stuff that happens out there. But I, I'm from, we're both from Michigan and we have uh, sand dunes in Michigan, Silver Lake sand dunes where a lot of people go in the summer and I have pictures of me at three years old in my dad's truck out there. So I've always loved the dunes, but I I didn't really realize that how much different Glamis is than every other place. I mean, it's hundreds of square miles of dunes and they're just gigantic. I mean, I've been going maybe now for six, seven years and still never once got the slightest bit bored out there. It's just endless
1: you can get lost in a hurry if you don't know what you're doing i know first time i went to oh my i was like "Whoa!" (laughs) i got turned around and i'm like whoa where am i at like i'm glad i'm with people that know what's going on because i sure don't right now
12: oh yeah yeah my my very first trip to the dunes was in that one car without paddles um following guys that grew up out there at night on a night run and i was like guys i've got to keep my momentum up this hill if i try to you know, slow down to 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 go over at forty four hundred pounds with no paddles. We're all going to be digging all night. So, yeah, it was it was a real great trial by fire.
1: <laughs> well, it was, something must have worked out because you're back and you're still going. So, uh, uh, you know, that's yeah, right.
12: I've I've yet to have to have that helicopter pull a vehicle out from the sky. <laughs>
1: That's uh, definitely a good thing, man. So, uh, so, yeah, we've got you coming in uh, to race the players, Razor Star Car, UTV World Championship. Uh, I'm super, super excited about that. Um, I don't know. I mean, Have you guys ever won? I just want to
12: know where to set my expectations.
1: You know what? With this program, it's uh, – Jolene and I, last year at the UTV Worlds, we had some journalists from ESPN riding with us. I think we took a top uh-huh. 10 at the UTV Worlds. Um,
11: oh, yeah, that's so great. Th-
1: there's like seven she, – she, She's
12: UTV not years. driving all season, right? She's just popping into races here uh, and there. Yeah,
1: I think she's doing a lot of stunt work now. Um, so I think that's keeping – Yeah,
12: she heart came heart. to this set of chips a couple times. She's friends with a lot of my, uh, my stunt coordinator and a lot of those guys.
1: Yeah, so she's uh, she's picked up like last year. She was full time. This year, she's kind of just when she can fit it in because the, the stunt stuff is like she's learned. She's like, action sports doesn't quite pay the bills, but stunt work does.
12: So <laughs> yeah, and minimally, it comes with great insurance.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that was her big thing. She's like, I I, I got to get in the union so I can get my insurance. So um, yeah. Uh, now she's in the union, she's got her insurance, but now she, now the problem is I think it's like the vicious cycle, right? You got to keep up enough work to stay in the union or stay on the insurance. So, um,
12: yeah, yeah. You end up the, the stunt folks usually end up needing to make some hours up to keep their insurance and they'll end up, uh, you know, taking a job where they, they're, they're stunned as they lay on the ground all day long. Cause they've been shot by a bad guy,
1: whatever, <laughs> whatever keeps you on it. Right. I mean, <laughs> Um, absolutely so it's not always glorious but uh it pays especially if you're
12: stuff. in and in, in, you have the hobbies that she has yeah yeah insurance is definitely uh necessary yeah
1: exactly so uh so yeah so I-
12: parker you, you're out in parker can i just say what a free-for-all it is out there for people who've not been yeah it's i it's I, interesting. I had no idea that a place like that existed and i we went about eight or nine years ago to to do some boating and right when i got there they were unloading like a monster sand car that they were driving around on the streets. Like you can drive it's road warrior out there, right? You can drive anything you want.
1: Pretty much. We consider Arizona kind of like the wild West still, like it's things are, even if it's maybe not legal, it's kind of like wow, well, they just turned a blind eye to it. It's like ah, he, he's being safe. Relatively, we'll just let it go. So, right, and, you can drive razors on the on the road out yeah, there, right? Yeah, they're street legal in Arizona, so it's like I've got uh, three or four of them, and they're I've got license plate on them all. And small town, like it's just my daily driver. I just drive razors around town. Like, um, yeah, you-
10: it's so fun. We we took
12: a, a family vacation last summer to Wyoming, and I trailered up two razors and that's the only thing we drove for 10 days we'd go valet park it at restaurants and stuff i mean it was you know it's so fun for the kids like all of a sudden they're super excited just to be driving somewhere
1: it's like my daughter; she's uh, she's got she's nine. She's got the little Razor One Seventy, and it's like she it's free for all when she gets in that thing. Like it's just hell on wheels, you know. But it's like been great. Like she absolutely loves it. She looks forward to it, you know. Anytime you can get the kids out of the house nowadays, it's it's a good thing.
12: Oh yeah, I um my 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 oldest daughter just turned five, and I'm I'm I'm. I'm thinking um um it's about time for a 170 she's got the um electric dirt bike that she rides and okay. so I'm thinking now it's time
1: yeah and they've got on the 170s they've got the uh, throttle adjuster so like you can put oh it they in- do yeah so you can put it so it only goes like you know five miles an hour or you can crank it oh and where it'll go you know 25 30 so you you can adjust it so even if she mashes the throttle it's only going to go five mile an hour
12: yeah, that would be the three-year-old setting. She's not to be trusted in those yeah, things. Right. Um, well, that's good to know.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, those the, things are so
12: cool. When I was a kid, imagine when we were kids, if they had something like that.
1: Yeah. What well, was it? The electric power wheels. All we had when I was a kid, like the you know, and they went about half a mile an hour. I think batteries are always dead.
12: Yeah, that and the Odyssey, which only the rich <laughs> kids in my town had.
1: Yeah, there was one kid in Parker that had one and everybody salivated over that and I, I've still never driven an Odyssey. Um, it was like Was it the
12: was it the the two fifty with the big balloon tires or a three fifty?
1: I think it was the one with the big balloon tires and I I, I we're picking my brain from way back here, so I, I could be wrong on that. I just remember there was one kid with an Odyssey and he was the envy of every yeah. kid in town.
12: Oh yeah, yeah. We had that same kid at my school, and he had the 350. And you would, you were allowed to go to his house and look at it. Yeah, <laughs> it. We would all fantasized that one of us was going to get to drive it, but it was, it was just for viewing. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I don't know that the kid ever actually got to drive it. It might have been the dads, and the kid just said it was his because <laughs> it the thing yeah. was always spotless. I don't know if it ever actually left their garage, but they had it. So we, and everybody knew they had it so yeah
11: it's really
12: funny because growing up like i i I fetishized that that odyssey so much and then in reality the the especially the new rs1 it's actually the thing you fantasized about like if you drive I've driven one since now like a pilot 400 and they're certainly fun but it's not like you can go barreling over whoops or catch tons of air in them without you know needing back surgery but now the R That RS1 thing is everything I-, I dreamed that the Odyssey would be.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing about the RS1 is you can get into trouble in it, and it's still forgiving, so you're not going to kill yourself. Like, Because uh, you're probably like me. You get in something, and you can get in over your head. Like, Because, I don't know, with Razors, you just get so damn excited racing them and driving them, and it's like, but it's forgiving, you know, which is great for everybody, you know?
12: Yeah, at the risk of jinxing our team, I, I have somehow managed to never roll one in like now
10: nine years of driving them.
1: And there's more from Dax Shepard coming at you on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor after this.
10: Do you have a story to share? Your story, Lifetime Private Audiobiography Services, can help. We'll work with you by phone and personal interview to transform your story, memories, and photos into a beautifully handcrafted book. You'll receive 10 copies for friends and family to enjoy for generations to come. Visit PrivateAudioBiography.com to schedule a free consultation or call 833-211-8164. That's 833-211-8164. Remember and be remembered with this gift of a lifetime.
2: From roof to foundation, the damage to your home can be devastating from clogged gutters, leaking roofs, and flooded basements. Protect your entire home with leaf filter Leaf filter's micro-mesh screen is guaranteed to filter out everything except for water. It's protected my home. I love it. Call 833-287-3434 or go to GetLeafFilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate. Visit GetLeafFilter.com.
13: This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org/coronavirus. Oh.
5: Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection
3: is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use the promo code AI at sign-up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive
5: Fantasy with the promo code AI, Come prop up now.
1: Welcome back to the Down or Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We're knee-deep in this interview with my Polaris Razor star card teammate, Dax Shepard. And right now, we're going to talk some rollovers. I've rolled plenty of them. Jolene's rolled Uh-huh. Of them. Oh, is and it fun? So we, we've done it. I think we've done enough. We've done enough rolling that it, you don't have to worry about it. So we made up your slack. So I think we'll meet in the middle and it's all good. So I, I don't think. Well, now I,
12: I can admit that I cartwheeled one at Klamis.
1: Oh, well, that definitely counts as a roll <laughs> if you cartwheeled one. <laughs> we, had hit
12: the, we had hit the same jump like 25 times in a row. Everything was gorgeous. No problem. Then we're like, let's go back to camp. Hit the exact same jump we just hit 20 times. And I'm like, ooh, I'm pointing really far down. Oh, I'm going all the way over.
1: Well, it was like the the joke was, is RJ Anderson, he did the XP1K and did the backflip in it like last year, right? And I'm like, well, how come everybody's making a big fuss over this? I said, I was on national TV in this one series, and I said, I did a double front flip and a razor and landed on the wheels. And everybody goes, yeah, they go, yeah but you weren't supposed to do it. You came up short on a double. And I'm like, yeah, no, but I said, I still did the double front, and it still landed on its wheels. And it didn't count, though. They're not they're not giving me credit for it, so I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs>
12: You're not in Guinness,
1: Book yeah, of World no, record. No, they said it didn't count because it wasn't on purpose and Guinness wasn't there. So how does
12: the Laughlin course compare to the other tracks you guys, or courses you guys have raced?
1: This one, I mean, Vegas Torino is just really long. It's like racing in Baja, you know. But like uh, this yeah. one, it, it gets kind of rough uh, because we have to do so many laps of it. Um, so uh-huh. at the end of your stint, you'll be ready to get out of the car. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you'll be like, yeah, I'm done. It's time, yeah, It's time to get out um which is why we're splitting up the driving but um it's fun and especially like you get to start and there's the land rush start where there's like 18 guys side by side like a motocross start you know so uh, oh really yeah it's like a motocross start so you know they wave the flag and like 18 people are barreling into a corner so um i can tell so you i should like
12: rub that testosterone cream all over my chest or something yeah. right before the race
1: yeah exactly beat your chest a little bit and <laughs> I'll tell you, I played, I I played, uh, I kind of played, I don't know what you'd call it. I was kind of a squirrel last year. So I I was on the front line and there was like 18 of us and I drew like the outside of the row and I knew I didn't have the end going into the corner. So they dropped the green and I just hesitated a second. I let everybody go and I just tucked in behind because I knew it was just going to be a disaster in the first corner. And guess what? It was. So I'm, I'm last going into the first corner. Everybody goes in there. They pile up. There's cars flipping over the top of each other, dust, everything else I pop out the the other side and I'm in like fifth out of 18. Because everybody got oh. mangled in the first corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
12: So everyone's uh, adrenaline up and doing yeah, their worst thinking.
1: Yeah, exactly. So they all just went in, and it, it literally looked like one of those cartoons where you see like all the cats in an alley, and there's like a big smoke, <laughs> and then like one pops out, and the others are all just laying there. That was what happened. It was just like a big dust cloud in the first corner, and then there was a few that popped out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so
12: all right, well that's 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 sage advice. Maybe I'll do the uh, yeah. I'll play possum to yeah. turn one.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I did it worked out. I'm not saying it's gonna be the same this way, but uh, I don't know. It it definitely worked for me last year. So, oh.
12: And is the car hook? Is the car strictly two wheel drive?
1: No, it's four wheel drive. It's it's full time all wheel drive. We'll run it in full time four wheel drive and. Uh, well,
12: you do. You yeah. don't. You don't. You actually race in four wheel drive.
1: Yeah, we race it in four wheel drive. It kind of spreads the load between the axles and stuff. So, uh, especially in some of the washes, look at it a little silty. You'll definitely want it. So um yeah it's gonna uh-huh. be fun they've got like a stadium course with some big jumps and then uh you know and then you go out into the desert and uh there's some washes out there and it's like i think we do 10 17 mile laps and you're gonna do four you uh-huh. you're gonna do like the first four or five depending on pit, p- how the pit strategy lays out so you get a good so solid 68 pace. miles i'll do yeah you'll do well yeah what four 17 or five 17 mile laps you do like 70 to 70 to 85 ish miles in that ballpark Oh. This is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you're going to have some seat time.
12: Well, thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I'm glad it all got put together. Uh, you know, I, I'm just excited to have you out in the desert and joining us in the star karts. Uh, definitely going to be some fun, man.
12: Me too. I'll, I'm a little uh, nervous about, uh, you know, traveling there all night Friday night after work. But uh, I'm sure I'll, I, I can race on four or five hours. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, I just... Right, right? They switched. Yeah, you know, I've done it before, so you will be all right. But no, I, they switched the time. So we start now at like 2 in the afternoon. It used to be a morning start. They flipped our race. Oh. In the so you'll be able to sleep in a bit on Saturday.
12: Oh, this is music to my ears.
1: Yeah, so it's not one of those where you're going to have to get out of bed at 6 a.m. You can sleep in until like 10, 10 11 and Oh. The oh, then we're golden. Yeah. We'll
12: I've got there. no excuses now.
1: Yeah, we should be rock solid, I think. So. <laughs> I gotta ask you, right? You, I, I saw recently uh, before we let you go. You jumped into my world of radio and podcasting, man. Tell us a little bit about you. Let's give your podcast a plug here. Get you some new listeners, man. Tell us about Armchair Expert. I've listened to a few of the episodes. I'm, I'm loving it. But uh, uh, tell us about the podcast uh, yeah. and where people can uh, find out I, more info.
12: Yeah, I um. You're going to catch me with my pants down. I want to say it's armchairexpertpod.com. I think that's it, armchairexpertpod.com. And they will take you to all the different platforms that you would normally listen to a podcast on. But, um, you know, I've been a, uh, a guest on a lot of different podcasts, some of these kind of longer form podcasts like Mark Marin or Nerdist. Um, I did Anna Ferris's, She's got a really big podcast. And I just love doing it so much. I just love having an extended conversation. And then the the reaction I would get to, to being on those podcasts, as opposed to like going on, you know, Kimmel or Conan, is you, you get a, a chance to really kind of deep dive into a topic or, uh, you know, your own history or emotional stuff you go through. And then the reaction that you, you get from that from people is just, you know, really sincere and kind of moving. And I thought I would really like to do this more often. And then I, uh, you know, decided to do my own with very, very low expectations. And then it's turned out to, um, be pretty popular, which is mind blowing. And, um, I, I just love it. I basically, I have an addict above a garage and people come over and we sit there for two hours and talk about every conceivable topic. There's not as much motorsports as probably your listeners would want. Uh, I do think maybe I'll do some kind of a uh, separate podcast at some point to talk. Cause in truth, all I do is act so that I can buy motorsports shit. That's really just a vehicle for me to get more things you put gas in. So it's my number one preoccupation. Um, but it, but it's, it's great. My, um, you know, my wife was the first guest. I thought that would be really easy. It was not really easy. Um, But I've evolved over, I think I've done maybe 25 of them now, 10 are out. And um, I really dig it. I assume you do too. It's it's fun to just be able to sit down in real time, create content, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, and and that's what's like, I've got this show, you know, and, and then I also do a podcast with Podcast One and I get to... Like you said, like this is fun. We do quick hit interviews 15, 20 minutes long. We're running over on this one, which we'll let you go here shortly. But like I do a podcast and I've been able to sit down with uh, like Sebastian Bach from Skid Row and um, a lot of oh, yeah. in Hollywood and, you know, music uh, with that podcast. And you sit down with somebody for an hour and you get into some deep conversations. You weren't expecting to, you know, these rabbit holes you weren't expecting to go down. But you learn so much. Absolutely. And it's, you, you leave those and you yeah, learn there's a weird
12: intimacy to just having the headphones on and the microphone um, and not having a camera on people, where they, uh, at least thus far, on mine have been far more v- vulnerable than I've ever seen them in other interviews. And then, of course, I'm I'm being very vulnerable. So the the whole thing there's there's, there's this kind of false anonymity to it that creates um, a lot of openness, which is fun. As you say, you're like hearing stuff that you're not going to hear from somebody on a press tour promoting a movie or a book. Yeah. And um, I think that's, that's where the more relatable things come out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And if you go on Kimmel, you know, you're basically telling your funniest story that happened to you in the last four months. So if I'm at home listening to it and I'm like, Oh, this guy's got a story about being stranded on Everest. I've never been to Everest. I've never been stranded. I don't really relate at all to what this person's talking about. You know, whereas the podcast is more just about, their their broader experience in life.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. like you said there's an intimacy that you don't get uh, you know, in other other mediums, I think, other, you know, types of media. But uh Yeah, for sure. Well I know you and I could go all day. Maybe we'll have to circle back for a round two at some point. But uh stoked to have you part of Polaris Razor Star Car, my friend. Uh we will see you out in Laughlin and uh looking forward to uh you know let's 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 say taking a top ten. Maybe that's the goal here after seventy.
12: I'm not allergic to standing on podiums, okay? That's all I'm saying.
1: I like your style.
12: (laughs) All right. I'll see you out there, Jim.
1: All right. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, Dak Shepard, you know, you you want to talk about a guy who – Like, seriously, I I could have done that interview all day long. I think Uh, just a a super nice guy, uh, so easy to talk to, and uh, I'm very, very beyond excited to have him a part of Polaris Razor Star Car coming up this weekend at the UTV World Championship, the Polaris Razor UTV World Championship. So, uh, uh, yeah, we got full press release coming out today on DAX. Be looking for that on my social media. Uh, Don't forget uh, we've got – uh, some videos that are dropping. Uh, dropped one yesterday on Facebook. It's basically the recap video to the Mint 400 with uh, Antron Brown, Steve Torrance, and Jolene Van Butte. Uh, that is up on my Facebook. Check it out. Share it. Like it. Uh, much appreciated. Any social shares you guys do of that, especially on Facebook. And then uh, and then coming up uh, uh, here, I think, probably Wednesday, Thursday, probably Thursday, um, we're going to drop a full-length video from my friend John Tube at Tubart Films. Uh, it's about three or four minutes with some more even more epic footage so uh yeah it should uh um we got a lot of content coming out and then obviously this weekend all things polaris razor star car friday and saturday um be looking for that on my social accounts i've got somebody that handles social media on site for me so i don't have to worry about it uh concentrating on racing um but uh, yeah you guys can definitely uh, be tuning into that jolene van Buttes as well um I will be doing a show from the UTV World Championship there in Laughlin, uh, but I think I'm going to pre-tape it, uh, or I'm going to tape it. Uh, you guys, there's a live stream going on. There's all kinds of stuff. So uh, basically, what I've been doing, like we did at the Mint, uh, we taped the show for two hours to drop it in Project Action the following week, and it turned out phenomenally well. Uh, I think it was really well received. So hopefully, you guys like that. Uh, so I think we're going to do the same thing at the UTV Worlds uh, next week. So uh, or this weekend. So uh, we will be recording a show. It'll be delayed a bit, but I think you guys are gonna love it. It's not necessarily talking about the event, it's talking about uh, you know, just personalities, right? We're gonna have a lot of them there at the U T V world. So looking forward to uh to that and uh you know looking forward to uh uh this weekend. It's uh, definitely gonna be a fun one out there with uh, more razor star car at the U T V World Championship. And um yeah they are uh um, they are live streaming it. I know Saturday they're live streaming it. I don't know about Friday. And I hear Thursday night they're bringing back the Laughlin Leap and UTV. So it's going to be like a huck fest for UTVs uh, at uh, Laughlin. So uh, be checking for that jump contest live stream. Our friends at UTV Underground, they're doing it all. Uh, Joey D over there doing a phenomenal job. So um, yeah, definitely be uh, looking out for that. Um, it's uh it's gonna be wild a jump contest in UTVs no telling what's gonna happen you know there's gonna be some carnage though uh, but uh, all things UTV this weekend score San Felipe happening we already talked about that so it's gonna be uh, gonna be one hell of a one hell of a week that's for sure if you're a motorsports fan so uh, we're gonna take a short break and uh, when we come back we're gonna wrap things up here on another edition of your favorite action motorsports radio show the down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor coming back at you after
8: Call the Debt Helpline
2: now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
9: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
1: Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been uh, one heck of a ride today between Antron Brown, Adam Carolla, and Dak Shepard Yo, And I, I got to say, if you want any of those interviews, uh, you know, cut tight or, uh, um, I mean, uh, full length, uh, make sure and head over to Project Action. All three of them up on Project Action. They're on Podcast One. Uncut. All the stuff cut out. You know, they weren't trimmed to fit the national slot. You can check it out. It's a great show I'm doing. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's where you get all our interviews uncut. It's uh, just an uh, amazing, um, you know, part of what I do. So that way when we got to cut them short, you know, you guys can still get the full length version. Check it out over there on Podcast One. It's Project Action and also on uh, Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff. So, uh, thank you guys for continuing to support the show. Uh, you know, I know obviously racing getting back on track. We're probably going to get back on our uh, you know our general track here with the show and interviews and power rankings and that here very soon. But big thanks to General Tire, Polaris, Razor Vision, Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish, Optimus, our good friends there at iRacing, GSPX, TV Axles, and everybody who continues to support us. I'm at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. We've also got at Down and Dirty Show as an account on social media as well. So uh, make sure and um, Check out all of our accounts and uh, you know follow along. Once again, I do have a couple of coupon codes. It's Jim Beaver 15 it I'll get you fifteen percent off at Dirtfish Rally School. I'm heading up there in June. Uh, also going to be doing a show, some training, stuff like that. Looking forward to uh, getting up there and blowing the rust off. And if you're looking at uh, iRacing, it's pr Jim Beaver. That will get you uh, a big savings there on iRacing when you uh, sign up for their service. So make sure and uh, check that out as well. And uh, yeah, you know, um, obviously I got a big esports event this weekend. I know I primed the pump, told you guys about it. But uh, Saturday the sixteenth, three o'clock Pacific time, my Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch—we're going to be going live for two hours of the best in, in uh, you know e short course, uh, sim racers, off-road racers, and celebrity drivers. All three in the mix, and uh, you know, looking to crown a, a big winner there. Uh, it'll be pro fours at Wild West not Wild West, excuse me, Wild Horse Motorsports Park in Phoenix uh, capping off our Triple Crown um, series. So, looking forward to uh, that and, uh, you know, I don't know, your ship's been crazy high for the first two events. Hoping to uh, set a record here with this third and final event. So, um, yeah, so that's coming up this weekend as well and, uh, you know, I got my other show, uh, All Things Awesome, with Jonathan Coyles, doing really good on the iTunes charts. Make sure and check that out. Uh, Season two getting ready to drop here in the next week or so as well. So, I don't know. We got a, a lot continuing to crank. And uh, I, I love having uh, your guys' input, you know, on social media. Those of you continue to DM me and everything else is good stuff. So I know we're going to ramp things up in the next couple of weeks, man. We're going back to racing, which means guest interviews are going to be off the hook. Power rankings are coming back, and we got a whole lot of content getting ready to drop here uh, with my racing program and everything else we got our hands in. So looking forward to that. Thank you, guys. Continue to be safe. Thank you for supporting the show. And we'll be back next time here on the General Tire Down at Dirty Radio Show, powered by polaris razor
9: freaks of speed and motorheads it's kenny sargent with speed freaks be sure to catch crash gladys Statman, and yours truly every sunday night seven to nine pacific ten to midnight eastern that's right speed freaks on the sports byline radio network follow us
10: on iheart radio talk and stay in touch 24 7 a special news and update station you control That's iHeartRadio.com slash
11: talk.